0: I'm from Hawaii. Super cool. Um, I was saved. It, wait, is anyone else from Hawaii? What What island? Uh, Oahu. Dude, I'm from Oahu. What part of Oahu? Uh, City. Oh, okay. I'm uh, Honolulu. You know where Papakalea is? No, I haven't been there. Oh, that, oh, oh my gosh. Dang it. Uh, wait, so why were you in Oahu for? Uh, my dad was in the military, so... Oh, okay, 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 okay. Dude, don't you miss just the fish and yeah, everything? So jealous. But I'm not jealous. That's, that's sin. Don't, don't be in sin, guys. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, I just really miss home. It's super cool and the, the fish and everything. Love it. Um, one of the biggest parts of my testimony is that I'm moving to o- Oahu or Hawaii because growing up, I didn't really have a lot of family. I didn't really have a lot of anything. Uh, I was a loner. I was that kid that no one really talked to. I was super weird and um, just by myself. My dad was always out of the house because he's a flight attendant, so he's never home, but he was always home <coughs> um, when we needed him there. So like Christmas or birthdays, or if we were sick or something, he'd be there, but not like, oh, dad, like, this girl like, doesn't like me at all. He um, needed someone to talk to, he'd be gone. And my mom worked really hard to, for where we lived, so she was always out of the house too. So I didn't really have anyone Um, I haven't brothers, but we hated each other. Does anyone else have siblings? Oh my gosh, I love you guys all so much. Okay, I'm I'm here for you. Um, But we just hated each other. And so then moving to Oahu, moving to Hawaii, somewhere else where people, where family means everything, was the greatest thing ever. Like, people just love you. They're just there for you. And then being in a church where people are like, hey, like, I truthfully want you to know more about God. Like, I never had that. Like, there was that godly aspect that my parents read, but it wasn't like oh, like, we love you and we want you to be part of the church. Like, it was just like, hey, you should go to church and God loves you. Like, pray and pray and stuff like that. But it wasn't more than that, you know. Um, but, yeah, God is awesome. Uh, super cool. So coming to the faith and then God give me a purpose, give me a reason to live, give me a reason to keep going forward and not just through family. Um, awesome. Back to Judges. <laughs> Judges 22 through 36. I'm just going to read it all and then go back.
1: And the house of Joseph also went up against Bethel, and the Lord was with them. So the house of Joseph sent men to spy out Bethel. The name of the city was formerly Luz. And when the spies saw a man coming out of the city, they said to him, Please show us the entrance to the city. We will show you mercy. So he showed them the entrance to the city, and they struck the city with the edge of the sword. But they let the man and all his family go. And the man went to the land of the Hittites, built a city, and called its name Luz, which is its name to this
0: day. The man went to the land of the Hittites and built a city named Luz, which is uh, its name till today. So the man that they showed mercy to, instead of killing him, which God told him to do, he did it. And they kept him alive, him and his family. So then they went off, and they created a whole new city, basically. Just like, oh, now they're by themselves. Now they have this own area. And then later on, you find out that they have to fight him once again. He creates, like, this entire area. And so instead of cleaning up after his mess, he just left it there. He compromised. Day one, "Uh, I think God will be okay if we just leave this one guy. He showed his mercy, so we should show him mercy. So they left him out there. And then it's like, okay, you should be fine. Day two, it's like, well, maybe, maybe they'll have famine. Day three, it's like, maybe something else would happen. They compromised day and day and day, and then finally it was, okay, now it's time that we have to go kill them, but now he's this huge city. Now he's this, this one little sin turned into this huge thing. It means something so much more than what it originally meant, which sucks.
1: However, Manasseh did not drive out the inhabitants of beth Shean and its villages or Tanakh and its villages, or the inhabitants of Dor and its villages, or the inhabitants of Iblium and its villages, or the inhabitants of Megiddo and its villages. For the Canaanites were determined to dwell in that land. And it came to pass, when Israel was strong, that they put the Canaanites under tribute, but did not completely drive them out. Nor did Ephraim drive out the Canaanites who dwelt in Giza. So the Canaanites dwelt in Giza among them. Nor did Zebulun drive out the inhabitants of Kitram, Or the inhabitants of Nael. So the Canaanites dwelt among them. And were put under tribute. Nor did Asher drive out the inhabitants of Acco, Or the inhabitants of Sidon. Or of Alab. Aksid, Helber, Aphig, or Rehab. So the Asherites dwelt among the Canaanites, the inhabitants of the land, for they did not drive them out. Nor did Naphtali drive out the inhabitants of beth Shemesh, or the inhabitants of Beth-Anath. But they dwelt among the Canaanites, the inhabitants of the land. Nevertheless, the inhabitants of Beth Shemesh and Beth Anath were put under tribute to them. And the Amorites forced the children of Dan into the mountains, for they would not allow them to come down to the valley. And the Amorites were determined to dwell in Mount Heres, in Agilun, and in Shealgun. Yet when the strength of the house of Joseph became greater, they were put under tribute. Now, the boundary of the Amorites was from the ascent of Akrabim, from Sela, and upward.
0: Um, they didn't clean up after themselves. They left a mess, and then it grew and grew and grew. So, I would say it's kind of to like, when you have that essay that's due in a few months... And you have five months to do them, or two months to do them, and then you don't. You wait, you wait, you wait, you wait. And then it's now like the one week, and you're like, oh, crap, I haven't even started. You finally just clam it all. Instead of just doing like a little bit or getting it done in the first few weeks, you do so much more work, which is what had to happen. They had to do so much more work to actually finish this thing instead of just getting rid of it in the beginning. That's the exact same thing with sin. If we leave it sin, and we just let it fester, we let it grow, we compromise, we let it somehow stay there, then... We're disobeying God. And by disobeying God, it just turns into a, way more of a, a problem. And if you go to verse 28, it said they did not drive them out completely. One. And 32, they did not drive them out. 33, they did not drive them out. Over and over again, they chose to compromise and not finish the job that God has called them to do. This, uh, basically, the exact same thing happened to me. So if you go to the Bible college, it's just a job. You have to have a job. It's super cool. Um, and I was a server, so I'm a waiter basically. And so I was waiting out all these tables and stuff, and I got super sick. And like a few days before that, like I just wasn't as in tune with God's light as I should have been. I wasn't on top of my devotions. I was kind of um, in sin for a little bit, like with like just wasting time, which is like a huge piece. And this sucks because like in this day and era, like that's kind of everything. It's like I got to find something to do. I got to do something else instead of just giving it to God. And so I wasted time on like all these different things, and then it finally came down to it. It was like, hey, like, um, I felt super sick, and I was like, okay, maybe I can survive through the rest of the night, through the rest of serving all these tables out. and I was like, no, I can't. Okay, I'm gonna go to my room. I'm sorry, boss. He's like, all right, you're fine. I sat in the bathroom, and I threw up, and then I was like, okay, maybe I can go to sleep. And then I threw up again, and I threw up again, and I threw up again. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm not going to even try. I'm just going to live in the bathroom for a little while. And so I just, I ended up throwing up 11 times. It sucks. It was horrible. Um, but God was speaking to me. He's like, hey, like, Ethan, do you, do you even want to hang out? You're in this great place. You're in this place where you can inspire people. You're in this place to grow. But you're not even hanging out with me. If you go back, or if you go to John, oops, we're on my page. John 8, 4, he tells Peter, or sorry, John twenty one fifteen, he tells Peter, he's like, Peter, like, do you love me? And he's like, yes, God, I love you. And it's like, Peter, do you love me? Yes, God, I love you. And then, well, if you read it in the Greek, it's, uh, do you phileo me? Do you even like me, Peter? Do you even like me? And then Peter starts crying. He's like, God, yes, I love you. I'm so sorry. And because he rejected God, right, over and over again. He's like, God, like, I'm sorry, like, or or, sorry. Uh, He's saying, God, I don't know who God is. I don't know who that Jesus guy is. I have no idea who that is. And it's like, you spent time with him. You broke bread with him. You are who you are today because of how much time you spent with him. But you won't even spend five minutes of your day to do Devo, or ten minutes. That was where I was at, is I compromised so much, I was just like, God, I, I can handle this. I can do this on my own for a little while. I got this. And I was like, Ethan, do you even want to hang out with me? Um, yeah, that's basically it. Um, I was like, God, you're so right. I'm so sorry. You mean everything to me. I, didn't, I wouldn't be where I'm at today if it weren't for you. And I'm not even spending five, ten minutes of my day with you. So I just highly encourage you guys, don't do what I did, don't throw up 11 times because you're not doing devos or you're living in sin, um, but instead just give everything to the Lord, because it's His in the first place. Um, yeah, so I think you guys are going to do small groups after this. Uh, I forgot to pray, so I'm going to pray again. Is there any prayer requests? Awesome, I'm going to pray anyways. Um, Thank you so much, Heavenly Father, for another day to live and for giving me the opportunity to uh, preach in front of all these kids, Lord. And thank you for this great youth that you've um, created, God. Please let them continuously live for you day by day, Lord, and not um, make sacrifices to you, but make sacrifices to their, their flesh, to their sin. Be like, I don't need this. I need God. That's what I truly, who I truthfully serve and who I truthfully am in. Uh, thank you, God, for another day once again. And um, Continue to bless us each and every day, God. In Jesus' name, amen.